Hello and welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. Oh, who'd have thought that a match between Stoke and Middlesbrough would end in a bore draw? It's episode number 254. <sighs> this is going to be a fun one because I cannot remember a thing about this match. How about you, Tom Thrower? I can remember two things. One was arguably one of the best things to happen at a football match for a long time. Um, the other wasn't so much. <laughs> Sounds thrilling. We will get into it then, I guess. Um, just you and me then tonight, Tom, to discuss this this thrilling encounter uh, between, as I say, Stoke and Middlesbrough. Midweek this week, I was asked by... Um, there's, a, there's a Brentford fan who texts me out in the blue every now and again because he works for Sky. And he's like, oh, will you send us some words for whatever it is Sky are running? Just like 40 words on, on Stoke and what you think this fixture is going to be. Uh, and my 40 words basically summarise that uh, Middlesbrough, new manager bounce, Stoke usually respect those and, and let the team with the new manager get the points. But we've been, we did beat QPR, so we might win. And on reflection, I think a nil-nil draw is perhaps a fair reflection on that because I don't think it was a game where really either side deserved to win. Uh, certainly not a game that is going to go down in the classics and certainly not a game that um, I think I'm going to remember next week. What were your thoughts on the game, Tom? No, that's it, isn't it? There's so many of these games that you have in the championship <laughs> that just just by Monday, you're like, oh, it's been a while since we've played football, isn't it? It's just totally, totally wiped it from your brain. Um I don't know, yeah, it just feels like one of those ones where we shouldn't get too fussed about it because, um, like you say, we do normally lose to a team with a new manager who we're doing quite Mm. well. Um, And we've been a bit weird at home in the past month or so. So, nil-nil draw, in it? Nil-nil draw, it, it certainly was frustrating game. Mainly because, well, the BBC News report sums it up the best. There were only two efforts on target throughout the whole match with the with the potters Tyrese Campbell shooting wide after being put through on goal. On that, very, very frustrating game. I saw a lot of post-match comments and I heard people, I don't know if it was on the radio, maybe, but complaining about Tyrese saying, and we've 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 heard it, the old, the old cliche. I don't think he's the same after his injury, you know. I don't think he's the same. And I'll be honest, I'm like, I, part of me feels apathetic. The other part of me feels absolutely furious that people would do that because it's like so detached from the reality. One thing I would say, and I've been thinking about this a lot, and I feel like I need to say it, but one of my fears when Campbell got injured all those times ago, and I think I mentioned it, is that in his absence, we would create a myth around him about the type of player that he is and like how, don't get me wrong, he is a very, very, very good player, still is. And we certain, he certainly was brilliant for our team and we missed him. But I feel like such was the build-up to his return that people are expecting, oh, he's getting a goal a game, two goals a game. And that the realistically... This is still a very young player who is coming back from a very long injury. Like, uh, am I am I right to be annoyed at people writing off Tyrese Campbell already? 
I know yeah. that I yeah I know I saw I think it was Dave retweeted someone on the Wizards who you know and this isn't to slag them off at all but like saying that our oh, actually the star player is Jacob Brown and I like Jacob Brown I really do but let's not oh it's Bojan all over again right yeah the first thing I would say is um, not the top twenty pod on Monday mm. in reference to QPR's game and Tyrese's goal in QPR's game Ali Maxwell. So oh, thanks for this, Ali. Said um, that basically, if if Tyrese Campbell's running through on goal, the ref <laughs> may as well just blow his whistle then, and and we'll all it's a waste of time to carry on. So, of course, in that situation, he doesn't score. Um, he's good. He's he's so good, and I I actually disagree with you. Into I know what you mean about the point with the like building a mythology around him that he has to come back and he has to score a goal every game. Um, I think he's probably the closest player we might ever have who could actually do that. <laughs> but he missed he missed a big chance yesterday, which happens, um, especially to very young strikers. But all of the other things he adds to the game that I don't think someone like Jacob Brown adds too much. Um, I mean, if you're if you're arguing that 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 Tyrese is inconsistent and isn't the star player, so therefore we should play Jacob Brown. Well, can anyone remember what Jacob Brown's like in front of a goal? <laughs> in that situation, Jacob Brown somehow ends up giving Middlesbrough a throw away, and I don't really mean that as a criticism of him because that is a significant downside of his game. But he has many more. Um, top top quality features. Tyrese um, is so important because he can now we can now stretch the game in behind, which yeah. I think even Brown doesn't really do. His runs in behind are not as clever as Tyrese is. So Tyrese now, if you if you watch Fletcher, he did it a lot. A lot of the interplay in the first half was actually quite good and just didn't really come to anything at the final third. But Fletcher comes deep. And as soon as Rancic gets the ball, Tyrese is like running to mm. the nearest channel that he can get in between between the defenders. Um, and having that back, it has has given us so much more like variation in terms of our build-up, which stops teams just stopping us at, at like times. I think like Blackburn, I know Tyrese was playing in that game, but I think it was because of the formation change and stuff. But when we just have the ball... And we have no idea what we're doing with it. We're sort of just moving it around the opposition's uh, block. And we're like, no, can't go there, can't go there. Tyrese adds like some chaos and variation to that, which means teams can't do that, which is, I think, massive for us. So, I mean, we were right that Bojan was better after his injury initially. Um, If you're writing Tyrese off after like less than a month of regular starts, then... Why? Like, just enjoy yeah, things. Yeah. Just enjoy nice things. That, uh, that, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. That I certainly wasn't meaning that he's a, an average, an average player. I think it was more just. I worry that he's. I still feel he's a very young player who, despite his absolute star quality, needs a level of protection from from. Need, needless criticism and I do think that I, yeah I, I, I just kind of worry that I think there has been a, a a mythology yeah I'll say mythology built up around him maybe maybe it's deserving but the, the thought would be he would come back and transform the team into 
a a title contender almost even if people weren't like saying it there was this underlying assumption that we would then all the chances that we we haven't scored we would then be would now be scoring and i think it just falls down to falls down to more than that certainly yesterday i the chance that he missed is it was it wasn't exactly good um I mean, the BBC article again, two shots on target the entire game. Um, and one of them was, um, was, was Duncan. No, was it Duncan Watmore? No, he yeah. slipped. Yeah. He was he, well, oh like, my God, what a... that, that is the greatest thing I've ever seen at a Stoke <laughs> match for a long time. I mean, that was great. I love seeing someone miss such a chance. Um, it brings joy. It brings balance. It's just, it's what football's about. Seeing people fall on their asses trying to score a tap in. <laughs> Great. So, I mean, a lot of people were quite rightly frustrated and bored by the game. What is it that went wrong for us yesterday? I mean, not wrong, we didn't lose, but like, what's what's happening with Stoke? Why, why was it a toothless game, in your opinion? Ooh, I don't know, but... I think the 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 issues with the midfield in terms of just we we have four midfielders <laughs> to play in three positions at the current point in time, um, it is is always something that throws us off. And I think um, Klukas plays in such a different way to like Sawyer's, and Sawyer's plays in such a different way to Klukas and Powell that every single time we adjust the midfield to, to, to make up for this, there's always, a, there's always going to be a bit of a disjunct. I think that's where it sort of came from. And <sighs> Middlesbrough are quite good defensively, I feel like, I want to say. Um, and I think they didn't really like just give us a chance. We had plenty of times where we worked it quite well down the left-hand side um, and then get into the final third and don't really create anything. It's not a very um, good, developed, well-thought-out answer, but it's just a bit of a, well, you know, it, it happens sometimes. Like, sometimes it's just really hard to score against teams who can defend well. Um, and it's a sign of a quality that we didn't lose that game, I think, actually, because in, in recent years we would have done. Um, but but it's just those the balance when we have to change the midfielders make it really hard for the squad to fly off initially because Klukas was making so many runs into like the half spaces. Sorry, I'm yeah. getting really taxicy tonight. I like um, it. I like it. it. And 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 just charging into them, but but not necessarily at the times when it was when he needed to do that. Um, I feel like Alan was quite good for him um but missed Sawyer's being able to like flitter around and support him and Klukas uh, clearly that's that's the role that he's been told to play although he really didn't drop in very short and isn't very close control but he was just charging into the the half spaces and we didn't we didn't really get much from that and then obviously you lose another man into the midfield and they they played exactly the same formation as us, didn't they? I think this mm. the the while the three five two. So it's one of those ones I think where that it's easy to almost go man for man and and match them out. Um, maybe we need to do something like try and change our shape a little bit to, to to throw them off. But it's hard when we have 
so many injuries, especially <laughs> yes. with like our variable players. Like someone like Powell is really useful because he can play in the midfield mm. three, but you can also have him wide in an attacking three. Yeah. Um, whereas we can't do that with anyone on the pitch. Well, I mean, Vrancic played there for a bit and I don't think he was very good when he mm. moves into a front three. I think he's much better as a midfielder, but equally you can't leave a midfield of like, Joe Allen and Mario Vrancic, that's scarily unbalanced and <laughs> won't go well. So it's just matched up um, uh, as well by R- Mr. Wilder. Rob in Tunstall on Twitter kind of has touched on that point. And he does say that um, in hindsight, he doesn't think we we actually had a good summer window. Uh, which again, easy to say in hindsight, isn't it? Uh, he says he thinks there's too many left-sided players. Uh, no defensive midfielder replacement to the two that we had outgoing. Surridge isn't sparkling yet. Also, uh, no, uh, which, sorry, someone then came on and said, uh, maybe instead of uh, signing Seema on deadline day, we should have signed uh, another defensive midfielder, which, again, when you're looking at everything now, with all the injuries there are, yeah, I can can understand people's sympathies there. But once we have everyone back, it kind of is a very built, force isn't it midfield it's it's purely down to the fact that we have so many players injured but yeah, then i guess we, we we didn't replace um cousins going out or obi mikhail i know we brought sawyers in but i don't know it's one of those ones though isn't it where it's a bit of um like confirmation bias oh, mm. all of our midfielders are injured therefore we didn't have a good summer window because mm. we didn't plan for a series of injuries which massively affect the squad um i'm not the, the defensive midfield thing is an interesting point because it, clearly there's a degree of uh, we don't have that like joe allen isn't really uh, the defensive midfielder we kind of want to think but then I mean, against Middlesbrough, did we did we not win that game because we didn't have a like a destroying midfielder at the base of the midfield? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, Sawyer's has been brought in to play that role. Thompson plays that role. Allen plays that role. It's clear that O'Neill is is prioritising a ball player there as opposed to a, a defensive midfielder. And yeah, there's there's I've seen so many takes at times of being like, oh, why did we let Jordan Cousins go? We let Jordan Cousins go because he's legal football isn't to do very well I think I know it's, it's frustrating when we, we do things like win in London for the first time and play really well play quite well um, and do that but at times just step back like we're sixth um, mm. with a squad that is is far from far from finished especially considering that like if you look at if you would have said at the start of the season, sort of after those first, at the initial good start, say, oh yeah, by the way, Suit is going to be out for the entire season. Uh, mm. Powell's going to be out for a really long time. How do you think they'll do? Well, I'd have said, well, we'll fall away from the playoffs I, massively. And I don't think anyone at the start of the season realistically had suggested that we'd even be within the playoffs. Like, I think everyone at best was hoping for an improvement on last season and maybe finish in... I don't know, some like ninth place or something. Like may, maybe a few people thought that we could have the, the a playoff push, but I don't I d I don't even think this squad is a really a playoff contender. I mean, uh, granted it's relative, isn't it, to the teams around you and 
if you look at the teams around you, I would say that we are on par with a lot of them. It's not like we are the one, odd ones standing out. Like as much as, um, well, let me just have a quick look. Who's who... well? Yeah, there's, there's there's Fulham ultimately. There's yeah. Fulham who are too good for this division yeah. um, and are running away with it. Yeah. But then everyone else in the league. I mean, I know, Bournemouth, I... who are my pet peeves, for, I think <laughs> they're not very good. Um, have won one game in seven. This like, is. And I know the we teams aren't consistent at our level. No, and I know we lost to Blackburn, but and they're and they're they're going through a really good patch. But if on any other day, if you if you if you like list up our players and theirs, I don't think it would be a massive like, oh yeah, we'd have all their players over ours. QPR as well. Like, I mean, I I know that they had a they didn't play particularly well against us, but I didn't particularly think there was many in their squad who I would rather have in our squad. Um and then you go down it, Borough, Forest, Coventry. Like who? Who's who's realistically in contention? You could probably go all the way down to to Luton, Luton Town, and like realistically, I don't look at any of those squads, and I'm not blown away by any of them. Thus is the quality and inconsistency of the championship, I guess. Um, so yeah, it's, it's. I think the thing is, it's anyone's anyone's division, like it, anyone's league. Sorry, it's these. Like you string a good set of results together and suddenly you're breaking Fine. away from yeah, everyone. Well, and it... Exactly. I've just looked at Blackburn. Blackburn are on the current run of form and their current run of form, like good form, not losing, starts with a 7-0 loss to Fulham. Yeah, like... yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, I, I get it when you watch a, a nil-nil that's not very exciting that in the wake of that, you make some judgments on things and perhaps see them as worse than they are. But just like don't, not in a mean way. Like I, I mm. totally understand it. But just, just, just everyone, I think, needs to try their best just to step back. I mean, someone on Twitter, you probably know who if you've seen the tweet, suggested that Michael O'Neill was feeling under pressure. He's sixth. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, he's about as close to getting fired as I, I, there was any of the managers in the division like he's not well, there was there was the video job at all there was a video yesterday from the game of him uh absolutely kicking the hell out of the water bottles on the sideline which good meme very good it, it, i mean he i can understand his frustration at the game but because everyone else was frustrated but i don't think he's he's under any pressure especially considering firstly where he took us from and where we were last season it's yeah, we're so it's very yeah. I agree with you. It is very difficult when you've sat in the cold and watched a very dull game to sit there and in and and be. I'm gonna say be objective, not because I think people can't be objective, but like why no, why no, would you totally, why yeah, yeah. you you just watched what is essentially rubbish. You're not gonna sit and be happy about it. You're not gonna sit and be like, well, then the grand scheme of thing, because that's not what football is. It's all about the emotion. And that's absolutely fine. But when you look at it, one of the reasons I think why it is quite good doing a podcast that usually the day after the game is because some of those points you can sit and stew on and you may develop more thoughts around them, but I don't know. I I don't think we're, I don't like, like the reactionary straight after the game. Ah, the Arsenal fan TV, like clickbait. He's got to go. That type of thing. Like it's, I, I would much prefer to be more considered over all your points. And so, yeah, 
just trusted the pr- trusted the process. I guess is my yeah. is up how I'm process. feeling. Up the process. <laughs> and Andrew Amos on Twitter says that all the PlayStation managers are out in force at the moment. Um, what I really appreciate, firstly, because I don't you don't hear PlayStation managers. It's like the FIFA managers or the. But what I like what Andrew's done football here, manager managers the football yeah. What I like what Andrew's done though is he's um he he's done PlayStation as is trademarked so capital P capital S but all one word and I can't I just I don't know respect, I re- respect for the brand the it's amount of people what I like who, yes. who write Bet three six five with a capital B about our yeah. stadium yeah come on they spent a lot of money thinking about that that needs to be a little B to show them to be a nice <laughs> friendly organization yes. Um, uh, a reply to then Andrew says that that today yesterday rather was one of the more forgettable games I've seen I'm surprised if anyone's remembered it exactly that Um, and then to be fair no one has really given us much much to go on because let's be honest I don't think many people cared about yesterday's game and I don't and I'm not going to remember it and we're sixth and that's all that's the, the focus isn't it really yeah, that's it. That's fine. It's fine to want to forget a game and to move on. Mm. Move on to next week where we play Coventry, which is... Big. Uh, yeah. It's, like it's, it's Christmas now. It's officially... You, you can't even just write it off anymore. You've got no. to say, we win that game and I think we'll be four points clear of them. Yeah. I think they're the only team who can be seventh. Um, How, what's your, what is your gut feeling about it? I don't know because because it, 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 we're at that stage where we haven't put like a, a sustained run of form together. Yeah, we finally had the three wins on the bounce for the first time in however <laughs> long, but followed that up with two losses on the bounce. I'd like to say I'm confident because I don't think Coventry are in, are in great form and seem to have fallen off what was their massively good start. Mm. Uh, two wins in ten. Something like that. Um, and oh, if we just turn up and play like we're capable of, then then it'll be good. But when yeah. we do that, I don't know. Coventry drew away to Huddersfield. They lost at home to West Brom. And going back into November, they drew away to Bournemouth. And then, oh, God, they've got, oh my God. 0-0 Birmingham. 0-0 Sheffield United away. Uh, the last win was the 6th of November, 3-2 uh, against Bristol City. I should clarify, not not the other Bristol. Uh, so, yeah, they're not particularly in a massive good run of form, but along comes Stoke. That's the thing. you got to always consider Stoke are a team who will be that team who you can get a result against. But I, I, I really hope we don't because, as you say, currently they are on 34 points and we are on 35 and yeah, you kind of you want some some momentum going into this Christmas fix to Christmas period would be good, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a difficult one. I don't know how I feel about it. Have you found it weird that um, the Christmas period that's supposed to be really really busy? It isn't for us. It's just not. We're yeah, just playing like once a week. It's quite yeah. relaxed. Um, yeah. It's odd. It is. I suppose. Let me. Uh, what's what's our January fixture like? Because we 
play on the 30th of December, then the 3rd of January. So I suppose that's pretty close together, but it's not it's not massively rammed, is it? Not really. Uh, it's not like we're going to be falling over ourselves with. I mean, it's great that 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 it that we have time with the squad, mm. um, especially considering injuries at the minute. That it's not like yeah, we've all got to play twice a week. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? It doesn't feel very Christmassy. Yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. Um, in Christmas-related news, the away allocation for Barnsley on Boxing Day has been reduced, um, which is annoying and sad, but. I mean, I'm not a season ticket holder anymore, so I probably wasn't going to be able to get tickets anyway, which is a shame because I literally live 20 minutes away from Oakwell. But hey, hey, it's fine. I'm sure it'll be available online. It'll be okay. Yeah, it'll be available online via totally legitimate means. Um, (laughs) Maybe, who knows? There's a few other no, yeah. There's a few other things. Um, so who, who's who said? Uh, Matty P wants us to do Stoke players as cartoon characters, and I'll be honest, I sent that tweet at like half seven with no, like that. I think takes a little bit more effort to come together next week. Next ne- week, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Players as cartoon characters. Stoke okay, as cartoon characters. Okay, yeah. I could do that. Yeah, yeah easy. Maybe I'll forget. Cool. Um, but more importantly. Alex Ward, uh, he's, he's, to summarise, because he said that, uh, I just want to, I'm, I'll read it, I'll read it. I'm yeah, not summarising. It. It's, it's only a tweet. It's only a tweet. He says, I want to say how good the people of Stoke-on-Trent are. You're all brilliant and helpful, wonderful beings. And you lot with your, meaning us, but it's the wider you lot to everyone, with your uh, work for the food bank is brilliant. Um. Alex Ward has said also thank you very much for your donation um, because that was a very nice donation. So thank you. Let me give you an update, Tom, on the food bank uh, thing. We currently sit this year's campaign at £2,608, 521% of the original requested amount. 78 supporters, um, which is just incredible. It's just lovely, isn't it? It's lovely. It's lovely, which means, and I'll tell you this: over the last three years, because I'm keeping a tally now, we in t- for the for the food bank, we have raised a grand total of ten thousand two hundred and ninety-one pounds, not including gift aid, because I have no idea how much gift aid's been donated. But that's insane! Like, it, it constantly amazes me that just just how far it goes and how amazing people are. Just. Wow, it's it's awesome, isn't it? People are nice. Yeah, yeah it is yeah. lovely. So, I mean, as always, thank you so much for supporting it. If uh, if you can support over the Christmas period, um, it would be wonderful. I don't know how long we're going to run it to. Last year, I think we... Did we end it at Christmas? Or Christmas Eve, maybe? I can't remember. We just stopped. To be fair, we never officially closed it. We just stopped talking about it because <laughs> I don't think I know how to stop a just giving campaign. <laughs> so it's still, if you want to give to last year's campaign, I think it's probably still running. <laughs> but no, it's, it's, yeah, people are awesome. People are very nice. Um, Alex Ward also wants to know who our favorite Spider Man is. And I, I, I don't know. Who Nicholas is? Cage. Yeah, I mean, yeah, is, yeah. And yeah, Nicholas Cage in um, Into the Spider Verse, the cartoony one. Really? Yeah, amazing. 
No, uh, you have. Have you not? Have you not seen no, it? No, of course. Oh, Tom, it's incredible. Tom. Oh, it's Tom, so good. I am a father of two children. My cultural reference points now are the TV series Bluey and yeah. and Jurassic World Camp Cretaceous. That's what. That's all Ooh. I. I don't consume media anymore. I ju- I watched Dune and I loved it, but that's because I think. Well, I, no, it's a really good film, but it's also like the only grown-up thing I've watched. <laughs> okay. Oh, so Nicholas Cage, Nicholas Cage, to to sum up why he's the best is is uh, plays like a film noir Spider-Man detective. Amazing. It really steers into itself. It is, yeah, it's great. <sighs> that sounds amazing. Uh, Robbie Damon, who is on. Critical Role, which is something I watch. Uh, he played Spider-Man in some of the animated and video games. But yeah, I don't know if he's my favourite. I don't know. I don't know. If, like, I, I'll be honest with you. I've not watched Spider-Man since the Tobey Maguire films. So I didn't watch the Andrew, Andrew Garfield ones. I've not seen any of Tom Holland apart from a brief cameo in one of the Avengers films. I haven't even finished those. You know, we got to like, where did we get to? We did Thor Ragnarok and we were like, I don't really get better than that, does it? So we just won't, we just won't watch anymore because <laughs> it was brilliant. Um, so yeah, who's your favourite, Alex? You tweet us and tell us. I don't know anything about Spider. No, I do know stuff about Spider Man, but it's just again, don't watch anything. It's that Stuart Lee bit. I don't do anything anymore. I just sit at home and watch Scooby Doo. Ah, <sighs> anyway, apologies. Um. I'll be honest, I don't know where the Nathan Jones game's up to, Tom. So I don't know if we want to play that or if we want to try and collect our thoughts. I think, no, I think we should try and play it, but in in the loosest sense of playing it possible in that maybe we should just pick some scores Mm. and then leave it with me for a week or two. Okay, okay. I'll the numbers and we'll we'll sort it out. Well, listen, Dave hasn't given us a score prediction. No, he did. He did. did. He He predicted, yeah. He predicted Coventry 14, oh, right. Stoke 17. Right, okay, okay. Yeah, 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 of course yeah. he did. And he did. Uh, Tony has messaged me and he says, are we away from home? Yes. Yonder. And he's put dot, 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 yonder, yeah. Oh, 1-0 to Coventry, please. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and do you know what? I think I'm inclined to agree with him. I feel Coventry are going to win this one. And I think it's going to be a 1-0 to them. And that is allowed, Tony. I am allowed to go for the same score as you. I just, yeah, I just don't have good vibes. Good vibes about Not it. Not good vibes. I don't feel like it. Oh. But then but then I i didn't feel like it about QPR and I was wrong. And that's yeah. that's good, isn't it? It's good I to- have good vibes and good vibes. Well, I didn't have good vibes before QPR. No? But... I'm going to go for a 2-0 state win. Oh. Exactly the same as QPL. Do it yeah. all over again. Okay. Up the 2-0 two, two away wins. It, it's one of those things where it's not out of the ra- the realm of possibility, right? It's not out of the... Like, we could do that. But certainly... Again, I said... That, that is a football score that can happen <laughs> after right. 19 minutes. Yes. <laughs> yeah, all right. Jesus. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's been a fun week, hasn't it? Is there anything yeah. else you wish to, to discuss, Stoke-related or not? 
there's plenty of things not Stoke related that I'd like to discuss and get on my soapbox for. Is there anything football related that isn't Stoke that you'd like to discuss? Because I feel like here's the thing. We've got just the two of us on a Zoom call, Tom, which means it isn't going to come up and say you've only got 10 minutes remaining of your chat. All the time. All the time in the world. We have all. Oh, that last Bond (laughs) film. Oh, Tom. <laughs> Sorry, anyway. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I couldn't do culture. I thought, I thought culture no. reference. Oh, yeah, that's another work. thing. That's another thing I watched. <laughs> I watched the Bond film. I watched the new Bond yeah. film and I cried because I'm a. Uh, no, I cried too. Yeah. Anyway, watch Love it. It's a, good, it's a good. Do you know what? Yeah. Like, I think since. Sorry, this is a tangent, but I think since having kids, like, literally anything, it's anything emotional. I'm like, oh, yeah, that is an emotion, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, like all the Pixar films. Oh, look. Yeah, yeah. Lucas Lucas on a train. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Good film, Luca, by the way. You should watch. That's one people should watch. Uh, Go on. Tell me something you want to talk about, if you do. I mean, I don't. I'm desperately trying to think of things that have happened in football recently (laughs) that that isn't something as, like, dour and drub as, like... Mm. Mm. There was lots of penalties this weekend. Lots of penalties this week. I was going to ask you, and I know it's uh, not, um, this is Stoke related, actually. Um, Shame. They, what's your thought? Because they, they, they've they've put out their bulletin about masks um, for in the, in the ground. Um, and I, do you know what? I, on, on balance, the comments were a mixture of people with very varying opinions, as is always going to be the case, but it, I mean, how how do you I mean, how do you feel personally, someone? If you were going to a match, like, how, yeah, what's your what's your thoughts? I don't know. I, yeah, I feel like I probably got a bit lazy with mask wearing, as, yeah. as, as I think we all did. Um, so it's just in the concourse, isn't it? Yes, I think so. So yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's the the biggest hardship in the world. And I mean, uh, I mean, if people don't want to wear masks, then fine, but don't get oh, like uh, angry with the club like they're infringing you... massively on your freedoms i don't know they're not really maybe this is a, a a take that's i don't want this to be an influential take not that we hold any cultural influence on stoke fans know, as whatsoever we've seen, as we've seen with the twitter rankings yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah so oh the person asking to to rank the fan channels um they i whatever it's i don't there's a lot of good channels and I up the cut, co- yeah, yeah. Just, just let me devour it. But do you think, genuine on the mask? Do you think that if people don't wear one in the concourse, somewhat like stewards are going to stop them? I, I just can't see. It's like it's when you go in, anyone's it's, like it's not worth anyone's. No, it's like several hourly rate is not going to be great, no. is it? So and it's like going in supermarkets. Fun. I don't. I know that during the first lockdown, people were like, oh, this supermarket stopped me going in, but I've never, ex- I'm not that, you know, I've mm. seen many people walking around shops without mm. masks on and no one, I don't know, mm. like, it just, I just feel, yeah, it, again, you, I mean, you've just said it, this person who's on like minimum wage an hour, is it really, are you really going to be that fussed to challenge people? Not saying that you shouldn't wear a mask. Wear like, a mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh, just... I would also say there's probably some there's definite reasons why people can't wear masks or oh god yeah but I suppose that actually so don't yeah just just leave well, just 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 I don't know find find your your happy what you're happy to do with um obviously like a I think that's wear a mask 
Yeah. And the ma- the mask is for the protection of others, not the, necessarily oh, the protection of you. Yourself. And I know that I've, so in the recent weeks, I've had a awful like cough and cold. It hasn't been COVID because um, you know, I'm one of these people who's now so paranoid about it that I'll constantly do tests. Um, but it was, but certainly when going out, it's if people hear me, I feel bad. And so I'm going to wear a mask yeah, I because yeah. I don't, I don't want to feel better, a bit better at coughing then. Yeah. Yeah. Or like people won't see me like snot all over my face. <laughs> what a gross description. Um, I don't know. Like, Oh, oh, actually while we're on COVID, I oh, mean, good. Do we think that I mean so QPR Chef United's been called off? Tomorrow, oh yes, um, because of COVID outbreaks, and then obviously Tottenham, um, and then United had a had a case. So spreading entering it. into that entering into that fun period now, where we're getting to the end of winter, where could have games disrupted, and then in the Championship, that round that's going to melt uh, up, yeah, isn't it? Getting, that getting back and reorganizing games for midweek when you get into that run of games in like February, we, March. If we hadn't, we like not officially had anyone struck down with it, have we? Or who did we have? Suter, Suter had it. Oh, for, uh, I think at the start of the, at the at the end of last season. Oh, okay, okay. I can't remember. I can't remember. Okay, that's it's interesting, isn't it? Like I do think, yeah, that is a risk to have a lot of fixtures catching up. Like you think, um, I know they're not relevant to us, but Tottenham have now, have got a load of games they've now got to replay yeah. because because of um well they've got the they've got the Premier League game, the Europa League game to play, and then they had the game against um Burnley for snow cancelled. So they've got a load oh, of God, stuff. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. But yeah, that's the weird one, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Not that any any teams fall if they have a COVID outbreak. No, God no, like, no. It's just around at the minute, isn't it? But it's one of those weird ones where you could end up being a team where, say, you get knocked out of the cup, which which we've got in January against a team we shouldn't get knocked out to. Um, <laughs> but say you do, and you have that 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 free weekend on the fourth for the fourth round mm. and you could end up going like two weeks, three weeks without playing a game. And then suddenly you've got like three games in five days yeah, yeah, because yeah. of rearranged stuff. So I, I'm going to keep everything crossed that all of our games <laughs> continue going ahead as normal yeah. and aren't affected by COVID. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah. Fingers crossed. It would be nice to, to not be decimated by it. Wouldn't it? But Hey, it's, it is what it is. We can only be as safe as we can be. Let's just uh, let's just hope no one no one gets ill. Absolutely. Well, I don't know about you, Tom, but I don't really have anything more to say on Stoke City Football Club. I certainly don't have anything more to say on that match. Just yeah, <laughs> exhausted that in five minutes. Really did, really did. I thought. I mean, it was good of us to get five minutes out of it. Yeah. Let alone all else. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it is what it is. We we head into December, into the Christmas fixtures now. Let's let's do it. You know, let's let's get let's kick, do kick some st- winning. Let's do some winning. Coventry away, Barnsley away, Wayne Rooney's Derby County at home. It's HMRC. Oh, pending, pending. Um, I read the Athletic. Sorry, I'm, I'm actually no, carrying. No, that's athletic. exciting. The, the Athletic sort of had a bit of a decent read about the situation at the minute and. Derby might actually get wound up. Oh, 
Because the I administrators think... have said they can only they can only afford to keep the club running until I think the end of January. And then the person writing the piece was was speaking to someone making the point that like there isn't currently a buyer, like a preferred buyer for the administrators, and you can't buy a football club in like six weeks. So Oh God. What's gonna happen? That's and then I mean, there's the whole palaver of what do you do with the league? Dun, 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 yeah, dun, yeah, dun. yeah. That I mean, well, craziness. I mean, that's getting awfully close that's to how things were for Bury and 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 that, isn't it? It's mm. that situation all over again. That's I mean, I listen. As much as there is a rivalry, I, I think that'd be quite sad for that. I mean, it'd be awful for their fans, and yeah, they are a historic club who you just I think it's I mean we could we could make an episode on its own about about the finances of football but I think it's just it's it's sad that that the economic state of football brought Derby to the place they were it's was it the yeah it was on not the top 20 weren't it the other day where they were saying if if Derby had gone up rather than QPR in that playoff final a few years back, then this could have quite easily been some other team. Team, yeah, well, yeah, plenty of teams who, yeah, yeah just uh, and I think it's uh, always the lesson for us as well, oh. as yeah. Stoke, yeah. not to uh, always to be like, yeah, it's good to have an owner who who clearly cares about the club, but to remember that that at times without the proper safeguards in place, that can actually be a hindrance. Mm-hmm. As it sort of ended up being with Derby, and they got themselves into a pretty perilous position. But yeah, which is why that would as be shit to see, which like, is why really, as fans, it's very important to support the the fan panel that has the review. Yeah, which again, um, it's the third reference to not the top twenty podcast. But their episode last week had an absolutely wonderful half an hour um, on that, which everyone should definitely listen to because um, uh, typically the very, very rich people who are in charge of some football clubs have had their say on Aren't very happy about about oversight. (laughs) No, but it it is a review that was not just about finance of football. It was about a lot of things that would be very, very beneficial, at least in my opinion, very, very beneficial for the sake of the game and for sake of us as fans. Um, and, and the financial stuff as well is is not the cultural revolution as it was described as, or was it, or was it the Great Leap Forward that he described it as? Who was it? Was it? Which chairman um, was it who described it as uh, chi- Mao's China? China, yeah, yeah. The, the, I can't remember. David Squires did. If you always, an excellent cartoon on it. If you ask the Premier League club for any more of their money, you are committing famine in yeah. China. Essentially, is what they were saying. That well, they they wished that they were a Premier League club who didn't have oversight. Those people in they did they did through going through severe um, uh, famine. Yeah. And of course, Chairman Mao was a chairman. So, so there you go. Like, football. He, there you go. He would. He would run a football club, wouldn't he? Yeah, he I would. He'd, he'd. He wouldn't let you sign Ronaldo. No, he wouldn't. No. Oh, that's not really making me think he would be a bad football <laughs> club owner, Tom. Well, like, no, but that's the that's the bit, isn't it? He yeah. wouldn't. You're right. Yeah. Well, yeah. But he'd sign anyone. He'd, he'd, no. he'd, he'd, he'd force you 
whilst he's he's responsible for a famine, he'd force you to be responsible with your football club finances and make sure that we support all of but these he, community institutions. But he, bastard. But he would also probably have the defenders making steel in their back garden. Well, so. that would be all right for Danny Bart. I Good think point. Danny Bart, he, yeah, he does he, look. He does look like a, a, man, a welder a man with trade. <laughs> a man with trade. <laughs> Where is this podcast gone, Tom? What is happening? Yeah. Anyway, uh, listen, listen to the not the top twenty podcast about the uh, the the yeah fan panel review thing. Yeah, it's good. Really, really good. It, and, uh, better than I'm selling it. That's for sure. <sighs> I'm, I'm. Yeah. Yes. It's it's tiring. <laughs> tiring. What a, what a time. But hey, hey, well, um, we send out our love to uh, Tony and Dave, who are not here on the podcast tonight, um, but we miss them all the same. And we send our love to all of you who are out there in the world <laughs> listening to this podcast, <laughs> preparing for, I don't know where it's gone, Tom. But no, Jen, it's, it's gone very, part- yeah, it has, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man! Uh, no, but in, in all seriousness, it's it's the festive time of year. Like, it's very miserable in the world, and it's miserable with COVID restrictions and everything. And just, I think people just need to be nice to each other for a little bit because it's so. I, I'm trying not to go on like Twitter as much because it's like just yeah. it's, it's just a bit toxic, isn't it? Sometimes, and I just can't yeah. be asked. I just. Yeah, I, I think just try go out of your way to be kind to someone else, even if it's just like saying a nice word or something to someone. That'd be nice, wouldn't it? Because it's just where is this going? It's gone a bit sermon, hasn't it? <laughs> it has. It's gone. Yeah. What's that about? Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, God help <laughs> us all. Tom, um, anything else you want to talk about? No, be nice, you bastards. Be nice. <laughs> Yes, exactly. Um, all right, uh, we will be back next time uh, to talk about Coventry and whether or not Stoke have won or lost or drawn, because that's football and those are results that can happen. Uh, until then, uh, stay safe, look after yourselves, have yourselves a lovely week. But more importantly, <laughs> but not more importantly than your own health, look after yourselves. This is a go on Stoke isn't more important than your own health. But also, I think it is. Probably. Go on Stoke.